0: morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, the ultimate form of money, and of course we're talking about gold and silver, uh, we do it better than anybody out there. Uh, allamericangold.com is the website. I'm joined, like I always am, with my partner in Colorado, uh, Jason Walker. Jason, uh, the Super Bowl yesterday, the People's Open, the golf tournament here in Arizona. Uh, the golf tournament went into a, a sudden playoff. The Super Bowl, it was competitive at least. I mean, you know, uh, it, at least it provided the last baskin of... Uh, you know that holiday type spirit to distract us Uh, now all that's left is inflation what the central bank why they're not doing anything about it and of course now it's all about russia and ukraine as well
1: and yeah aren't they having the emergency meeting the fed today what time is that happening
0: Yeah, so that's going to be on, well, that'll happen while we're on the half empty cup. I've got, I'm glad you brought that up. So, uh, the Federal Reserve scheduled an emergency meeting for today. Uh, but they did some things Friday afternoon that lead me to believe this is more, and I'm, I'm just speculating here about, hey, you guys, Let's all get our story straight. I do not anticipate uh, the central bank raising rates in this emergency meeting. The reason I don't is late Friday afternoon, the Feds released their bond purchasing schedule between now and you know basically all for the rest of February and into March. Uh, which, uh, the Fed is not going to raise rates until they stop buying bonds. So I, I don't think they're going to do anything other than this is probably a meeting where, uh, Jay Powell is going to try to get them all to sing the same tune, uh, same tune. James Bullard was out on CNBC today, uh, and it sounded tough. I want us to raise rates by 1% in, by July. Well, okay, well, that's three meetings because they're, they're going to meet in, in March, right? And then the next meeting is is in May, and then, of course, the meeting in July. Uh, if you would do what we thought, they would already be at three, three rate hikes, which would be 75 basis points, of course, uh, Bullard. Uh, at least saying publicly that he wants the Fed to raise a whole whopping half of a point, uh, at the March meeting, Jason. So really, he wanted to sound real tough, but here's the realities. They have no desire uh to fight inflation and the reason is because they know they can't fighting inflation means destroying the banks and destroying the stock market uh even though neither one of those are on the feds initiative uh jason they're just not going to do it
1: yeah and they only have two places they can go that's kind of the, the corner that backed into and and uh inflation kind of helps their wealthy friends uh do better so that's, that's for them it's the best option right joe
0: yeah, and remember, they said they have all these tools. Where are they? Because here's the realities. It was always the same tool, just a different name. It was always about, well, the tool we only really have is creating debt. Uh, the gold market is absolutely ripping right now. Uh, 1868, 18, between 1867, in 1870, all morning silver's up uh, big as well, uh, just a touch under 24, dollars and, and this is just the beginning. We haven't even seen uh, the big reactions yet. And of course, uh, if if the Ukrainian thing and, and man, all these things that just don't make a lot of sense uh, continue to pile up here. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the Obama administration wants to do about anything and and why we're even worrying about what's happening in Ukraine, but uh, it looks like this thing isn't going to go away, uh, and and I think we're going to have much higher energy and much higher inflation because of it.
1: Yeah, Joe, they they're, uh, they need, you know, I don't know what emergency is going to uh, bubble up here, but the gold broke out of that pattern of that chart I was looking at, so we could be seeing gold moving into all-time highs here soon. We'll see. And uh, the markets are showing its weakness, and, and the emergency meeting, Joe, I mean, who knows what all they're going to talk about when they close the doors, but it could be that they have up-to-the-minute inflation rates, and they, they may be trying to figure out what they're going to do because maybe it's a lot worse than we know.
0: Yeah, well, and again, uh, there's a there's a, a great articles out there, and in, in, uh, John Williams' Shadowstats does some really really great work. Uh, if you want to go back to the Fed model of the early '90s, uh, inflation would be north of ten percent. Okay, so the early '90s—that's when they created substitution, right? Well, if beef, beef is high, you'll just buy pork or something else. So we'll pretend like there isn't inflation because you'll buy something cheaper. Uh, if you want to go back to the way uh, they track inflation like they did. Remember, it's the worst number since 1982. Uh, somewhere north of 15% is what the actual number is. And I think the Jason's point... They already know a lot worse stuff is coming. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and uh and the Dow is down another f- almost 400 uh, points this morning. Crude oil uh, which really started to move on Friday, continuing uh, on its pace here. Uh, just a uh, uh, about fifteen cents, Ninety-three eighty four. So almost ninety four dollars on crude oil. It's been as high as ninety five dollars. Unleaded gas futures they rose eight cents on Friday. Right now, and it's it's early because crude is starting to rally again here. Uh, right now, unleaded gas futures flat right now natural gas is flying energy prices in europe uh continue to to escalate and jason we've got so many things coming to together at the same time uh, we've got an economy that by all accounts all and this is just by economic data is slowing down and and and, and we could expect that right Of uh, the 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 money train has kind of run out. Uh, the child tax, where you get three hundred dollars for every kid, uh, that has gone away. Uh, we do have the big increase in food stamps, but outside of that, the 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 money is kind of stagnated, and now we're seeing inflation really starting to eat in uh, to everyone's pay. To give you an example, on-time rent payments. And it doesn't take long, does it? On-time rent payments. Uh, Wolf Richter, uh, who does some of the best research out there, saying that across the 100 largest markets, okay, so let's face it, pretty much where 90% of all the uh americans live the median asking rent for a one-bedroom apartment was up 12 percent two bedrooms was up 14 percent in 34 of the cities the increases were as high as 28 percent of course remember uh that fake inflation number that we got last thursday the Fed said, uh, housing was only at 4%. So again, it's just not possible, but on time rent payments. They're saying right now that the number is, is jumped on, on as far as who's paying the rent on time down to 92% when, uh, April of 2019. So go before COVID. This number was 98%. So this is a big move here of people not being able to pay their rent on time. And, Jason, why do I get the feeling this is just the beginning?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right, Joe. And the numbers are definitely uh, they are not telling the truth. They've, they've fashioned them to make things look better than they are. That's why we have to keep talking about how did they uh, calculate inflation in the 80s when it was a much more honest number. We have to keep going there, Joe, because the numbers they give us is just not so. If you think 7.5% inflation, you're nuts. Uh, That 4% on housing, Joe, I I just calculated where my house price is supposedly valued at versus where I bought it. Uh, It should have only gone up since late 2020, 2021. It should have only gone up about $22,000. Way, way past It's blown way past that. I I have a friend that just bought a house. uh, Half the house, kind of an an older house. It's, It's just you know, and and he bought his house. I mean, it valued versus my house, he, he spent more. He just just got it, just got under contract. He spent I think forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars more on his house than I did in late twenty twenty on my house, Joe. And it's half the size. It's in a it's in an area I think that's equal to the to the area that I'm in because of of course there's a lot of factors. See, it's 30 40 fifty thousand dollars more Joe for half the house how you know the same property amount I mean it's it's nuts there's no 4 percent property inflation. it's it's just a flat lie.
0: Yeah and, and again and, and it's a lie on, on pretty much every number. They've manipulated all of these numbers uh, but here's here's where the lie ends. The lie ends with everybody and especially those at, at the lower end uh, of the spectrum. Because all of a sudden, hey, I can't pay the rent. I can't pay this bill or I can't pay that bill. And this is how things start. So we, we've got this perfect storm no matter what they do. Inflation is roaring, right? We are going to see numbers uh, significantly bigger uh, than what we're seeing now, even with the Fed manipulation. But now all of a sudden, now they're, they're kind of stuck because the economy slowing. Granted, off of a high level, but slowing nonetheless. Uh, interest rate hikes, uh, these mandates. You know, look at this. Look at what just happened. We had the People's Open here, the Waste Management Golf Tournament here in Arizona. There was over a million people in attendance over the course of the week. Nobody in mask. Nobody uh, doing. You know, just. Living life is normal, right? We had the Super Bowl, and, and, and I don't didn't see people in masks, right, and all this other stuff. And yet, our friends north of the border are are getting ready to call out the military and throw people in jail, take away their trucks, and do all this other stuff uh, if they don't get. Uh, vaccine, vaccinated I mean the, the, the world's in a crazy place right now uh, which is which is leading to all kinds of problems and then you know you, know, you talk about Russia and Ukraine and energy and everything else Jason it, this just doesn't look like it's going to end very well
1: no well we, we were talking last year Joe about how the small and mid caps on the S&P 500 were crashing last year it was only a matter of time before the rest of the market start to feel uh, this same sort of uh, push downward. There's going to be at least some sort of a recession. And Joe, I'm really starting to get the feeling that they're gonna. Uh, I, you know me. I think it's it's all completely manipulated. I. It seems to me they're uh, they're, they're sort of lining us up for another one of those 2020 uh, flash crash we had in 2020. I sure sure seems like something's got to blow up. They got to have some sort of minor emergency or or major emergency would depend. With the, with the media, of course, it'll be a major emergency. Uh, they got to point the finger at something. And uh, I heard the Fox News coming into this show uh, here in Colorado, and they sure are saying Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. And uh, the markets have been falling and falling, and gold's breaking up and, and, and into the upward direction, which usually means things are are getting weird. And uh, Joe, I just, <laughs> I'll be, like, I want to congratulate the guys that were buying the gold on Friday. you, know, you had those ten dollars liberties, Joe, that uh, that you held strong all the way to the afternoon. It was. Uh, I just, I mean, you got to listen to this show. You got to, you, you can gauge Joe's uh, mood on when you really should buy and when you should just buy because you have the money. But I think Friday was a, it was like, look, you got to start getting this stuff now. You know, gold is not going to be two thousand dollars for a gold coin or twenty one hundred for a gold coin. It's just not gonna stay there. It's, you'll be looking at three thousand dollar gold coins. Uh, I mean, quite possibly at the end of this year, you might see a one ounce gold coin for about three thousand bucks. Joe, we we don't control it, but it could blow up that quickly
0: yeah and uh, could go a lot higher than that that's that's what i am more worried about and since you brought it up uh today's the last day uh for 20s at 2145 uh right now and that's a, you know obviously anything could happen here but uh i just got uh about 10 minutes before we got on the air another round of price increases Uh, And and this has been the the problem in all of this. Even think about last year, which gold didn't do anything. Silver really had a terrible year. And yet, supply was very difficult to come by. And we're back in it. Already, uh, and I think we're, we're going to be in a situation, uh, where it's going to be very reminiscent of, uh, when COVID first happened. You know, when you go back, uh, to March and April of May of 2020, uh, getting product, uh, was extremely difficult. You're going to have super high premiums. Uh, right now, at least in my opinion, the premiums, uh, especially on gold are reasonable. Uh, I'm buying, right now, I'm buying all I, all I can at these levels because, uh, it, and again, I think we, we did the, before we knew that Russia and Ukraine was going to be a big deal, uh, we already knew the Fed was in trouble at the beginning of the year. Remember the beginning of the year I did that show telling you, listen, uh, here's what gold and silver do after a down year uh it's going it's going to be a very very good uh year in 2022 and to start that buying uh and right now to you know to Jason's point uh, we are through some some key levels that were you know quote unquote, the reason why gold wasn't rallying last year. Uh, we've broken through those and and I think we're just we're just going to continue to see more and more follow through because we're going to find out very, very quickly uh, the one tool the Fed actually has. does it work in a hyperinflated world, Jason.
1: And that's right. And if if anybody that remembers watching these markets in 2020 when the COVID uh, emergency started, uh, it didn't go. The markets didn't go straight down. Uh, gold gold went down actually at the beginning too for a little bit. A lot of assets went down for a little bit, but then gold started going up, and it didn't go straight up. you're going to see the ups and downs of the markets. But I, Joe, do you remember that we had 2,000 points down on the Dow, 1,000 points up on the Dow, 1,500 points down? It was it was it was crazy. what was going on. And I don't think we're too far away from one of those cycles. And I really believe, Joe, that the, 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 the aim of this of this downturn that I think we're going to have this year is going to be uh, let's, let's show the whole world that we can't just raise rates and, and, and start selling our assets. Uh, the whole thing starts crashing. We'll just try buying again. And I, and I think they'll try to bounce the market back up like they did in 2020, but uh, maybe with less success. But uh, that, that means the inflation, Joe. The inflation may come down for a month or two when it's crashing, but then it'll pop right back up. And, man, where, where will we end up if, if the so-called markets come back and they start printing again? Where, it's just going to be inflation for the rest of essentially the rest of the decade, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, and I think that's really, you know, and, and not to to make light of it. That is at least right now. That is my baseline right now. The Fed doesn't have the courage of uh, the, the talkies, the, t- the talk, the tough talker, uh, Bullard was out today saying, I want 1% by July. Inflation, your fake inflation's at 7.5. The real inflation is over 15%. What in the, you know, double H E hockey sticks? Are we doing, why haven't we, we should be raising by a point, two points every meeting. You know, at least 50 basis points a meeting. Uh, And still, why do I have the feeling that, and and listen, I don't know what's going to happen at this, this emergency meeting this afternoon. But based on what I saw them put out on the bond buying schedule, I don't anticipate them. Uh, raising rates uh, today, which obviously everybody out there knows they should be doing it. Why aren't they doing it? And the answer really is simple, because the banking industry that we've told you that we fixed and we solved is on very shaky ground. And when you start into this uh, inflationary cycle and people stop having the ability to pay their bills... That's when things real. That's when you know all hell breaks loose at that point.
1: Yeah, that's right, Joe. I, I remember when the USSR fell up. You know, the wall came down, and then Russia went into hyperinflation, and they, you know, they were one hundred and fifty dollars for a ham and things like that was going on because they had to change, they had to reset Russia, and that lasted for like over a decade. And I remember, Joe, and you know, you'll have to check me because I don't remember the exact year, but I think it was the early two thousands. They were trying to get this thing settled. So here you were 10, 15 years after the wall fell, and they were still dealing with this stuff. And I remember at one point they rose the interest rates in their country like 7% overnight one day. They really needed to fix it quick, Joe. And then markets crashed, and it was chaos in Russia, but they had nowhere else to go, Joe. Russia did this once already. I'll have to look it up so we can have better information, but... You may be looking, you know, Joe, you may be predicting something in our near future. So, hey, everybody, we'll be right back. 800
0: 592 Patriot Radio News Hour, $20 gold pieces, Liberties and Saints, uh, 2,145. Uh, and if we're going to be sitting here at gold, you know, 1865, 1870, uh, heaven forbid, 1900, uh, we're going to get a price increase tomorrow. Well, I got it already, but I'm going to hold it back for today uh, and, and allow you to try to, uh, again, add to your portfolios uh, while you still can. U.S. Silver Eagles, same story here. Uh, so we got U.S. Silver Eagles pushing up on uh, on $24. They're $705 a roll at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh and jason you know we we think about what bullard said today we've got this emergency meeting you know irregardless of what happens in the ukraine crude oil listen crude oil is going to be a hundred plus and and significantly over a hundred dollars no matter what uh this situation could make it even worse but just Let's just say it doesn't happen, okay, in that uh, everybody uh, says, okay, just kidding, you know, and, and, uh, and unfortunately, I, I will say this too, uh, I don't believe that is the baseline. I, I, I don't. I, I actually think uh, if if we're going to try to uh, put uh, – uh, NATO forces into the Ukraine. Russia's going to invade, and that's all there is to it. Uh, but, but neither here nor there. Rising interest rates in a housing market, which was already, you know, by every metrics when you looked at the housing markets, probably the worst time ever to buy a home, right? Because what did we have? Home prices at all time record highs. Uh, we don't have a lot of inventory, right? So supply was limited. Uh, and now you have a situation, uh, throw r- r- uh, rising interest rates on top of uh, of it all. And how soon before all of a sudden people say, wait a minute, I can't afford that house payment. Uh, remember, just this month, oh, well, Just one month, the month of January, on a $375,000 home, if you could even find a home for $375,000, the average payment was up over $200 a month. Uh, And Jason, now James Bullard's out saying, hey, I want us to have uh, rates at at least 1% by January, well, all of a sudden, you 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 start doing the math. There, are we going to see that a three hundred seventy five thousand dollar home? Are we going to see mortgage payments that would be five hundred dollars a month more? And of course, my my whole point being, all of a sudden, that five hundred bucks a, a month more, I can't afford that house payment.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right, Joe. So so. When it comes to buying a house, to tell you the truth, if, you, if, you could, you know, if you're somebody that doesn't have one but you want to buy one, you may want to try to get your house as soon as you can. You may want to buy one because here's the thing. Uh, everyone's like, well, just like 2008, we'll have a crash in the housing market, and then I'll just jump in and buy a house. Well, unfortunately, the inflation, they'll try to tame it here in a little while, but they may not tame it. So you may not get a cheaper house. Your, your interest rates go up, like Joe said. Your payments go up. It's going to make it so massively expensive to buy a house, and these prices may not drop. A housing crash could be the prices stay the same while everything else goes up in price, which means you can't buy a cheaper house. And With interest rates going up, it's a disaster. So if you're wanting to get a home, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, Joe's right. It's a bad time to get it. You may not be able to get one in a couple of years, Joe. The average the average new home buyer may not be able to buy a house in a couple of years, Joe.
0: It it, may be completely going to this point. I mean, uh, we haven't talked about lumber in the last two weeks, uh, but but lumber back to the second highest level of all time uh, at o- almost thirteen hundred dollars per thousand board feet, uh, and again that just puts you know the pressure on the the home builders are like, well, wait a minute. I can't build a home, right, for what the average person can afford any longer. And I think this is really, what, to Jason's point, that's probably what we're going to see. We're going just to see homeownership rates in the United States are going to fall, not because the, the you know we're not going to see maybe the big drop in the price. What we're going to see is a big drop in people being able to afford to buy one. Think about this. Just 375000 that's hard to get. Double that number. At seven fifty, we could be talking about $1,000 a month higher payment than it was just a year ago.
1: That's right. That's, I mean, that's right. When we've talked about, and I've said it many times, we're, we're heading for a, a version of the dark ages where you have lords and you have peasants. You don't have a middle class. You, don't, you're, you lose a, a bunch, if not all, of your business class. And that means the what? Uh, what what is a peasant? Well, a peasant doesn't own gold. A peasant doesn't own land. A peasant pays rent. He's a sharecropper. He does whatever he can just to feed his family, have a, a place to stay. And Joe, you you talked about Ukraine. Uh, you know, it, I, I talked about that seven percent rate hike. People think that you know, anyone that thinks you, Ukraine, Russia, this is a new problem. This has been going on for about a decade, especially the last eight years. And I had mentioned that seven percent rate hike that Russia did all at once, Joe. I, I looked it up. Well, coincidentally, that was 2014, right when the Ukraine-Russian tension started. Ukraine, uh, economically, is dependent upon Russia and loans from Russia. And in, uh, in at the very end of 2014, they rose their rates in one day, overnight, 10.5% went to 17% because Russia was trying to continually fight the inflation that started when they changed from the USSR to Russia. Now, in recent years, Russia st- stabilized their economy, and I think... Early in 2021, Joe, I could be wrong, they were at about 4.5%. They've since raised their interest rates to like 9.5% because this inflation is affecting everybody across the world. It sounds like Russia is being a lot more sensible about how to how to make things better for their citizens. And this whole Ukraine thing, Joe, it's pretty interesting that the, uh, the tensions between the two countries started at the same time that there was a 7% rate hike from Russia.
0: Well, that, yeah, and you're going back to remember we tried to uh, punish Russia – uh, taking them out of SWIFT and not allowing them to to sell uh, their, their their wares using the SWIFT system for a while there, which kind of led to what Jason was talking about. And, uh, you know, Russia has now come out the other side of it, a, a, it with, with a much stronger hand uh, than they had before the whole thing started. And,
1: Joe, answer this question. So when they did that, the overnight cost of the ruble went down Eleven percent. The ruble went down eleven percent overnight. What would happen to gold if the dollar went down eleven percent overnight? <laughs> I mean everyone would run the gold. There'd be enough gold in the whole that world. That
0: would be uh that would probably be the single biggest up day ever for the price of gold. Uh currency debasement, that's kind of what we're really talking about here, because I don't think the Fed can fight the inflation which means debasement. That's just what we're talking about. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. So we, 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 before we left, we were talking currency debasement. Uh, this is, at least right now, this is what I believe is the most likely outcome uh, for the the U.S. dollar, uh, which is going to be uh, currency debasement by the Federal Reserve, uh, and what what does that mean? And all 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 is we're really talking about here is uh, look look at where we sit right now. So we we sit here right now. Inflation, you know, they made up this. We didn't make it up. They made up this this story about wanting inflation to just, you know, just we we just want a little bit of inflation, right? Uh, Just 2% a year. They made that up, not us. Now, of course, why did they make it up? Well, because they knew, okay, man, we are really, wink, wink, nod, nod, because we're not even tracking inflation, but this number that we're talking about, man, I don't think we could ever print enough money that that we'd have to worry about it. You know that's what they think cuz they let's face it, they're very smart people. Everybody understand this how smart the bankers really are. But you know like all of us have done. We we start to believe our own bull crap. Right? You know, come on, we've all done it where you told the lie in about, you know, five years later, you actually believe the lie you're telling. Right? You've convinced yourself that it was the truth, and that's what's happened here. And, and this is why when we talk about what's really happening, and to Jason's point, they already know. Better, they know what the next three or four months inflation numbers are, are going to be, barring some unexpected uh incident like where like in the Ukraine as an ex- to Jason point, is it really that unexpected that we could debate that at on another show? But what we what we really know for a fact for certain is the Fed is very afraid of doing anything uh extraordinary to fight inflation and when we go back to the 70s of course you know we talk about it all the time i mean the feds it wasn't uncommon for them to uh, to hike three four five percent in a single meeting now today you would think oh heaven forbid if the central bank raised rates by one percent right because they convinced you oh no that's not how it works but here's the reality, and this is why I say this is the baseline, scenario. They're going to raise rates till they break it. The problem is, I don't think rates can get that high before they break it. But as soon as they break it, they're going to tuck tail and run. And that's when we're going to be talking about the currency debasements. That's when you're going to see uh, the dollar dropping four or five, heaven forbid, 10%. Uh, in a single day because the, the, the Fed will have essentially said, hey, sorry, we're just going to have to live with it uh, because the banks can't survive. Uh, if we've got to keep raising rates, it's going to force people to stop buying everything. They're not going to be able to buy a home. They're not going to be able to buy a car. And then those people that, let's face it, uh, had a hard time buying the $375,000 house At uh, zero percent, all of a sudden, they're going to have a hard time just paying the bill uh, because the fuel, uh, the the the, to put uh, gas in their cars, because the food to put, uh, you know, mouths, you know, feed their families, because the you you name it has become so much more expensive. They won't have the money to pay the bills, and then of course that's when you have what? Well, that's when you have a banking collapse, and this is what they're going to try to avoid. And I think, Jason, we're going to end up with a currency debasement more than anything else. Right.
1: And if you want to, if anyone listening trying to, you know, what is what is the Fed's plan, uh, Joe? And I don't, we really haven't touched on this, but. The Fed's plan is just like any Ponzi scheme. They need to find somewhere else to stuff Federal Reserve notes. I think they've hit a roadblock now. They're, they don't know where to send it. And Joe, there's there's different ways they've done it. Uh, in the '70s, when we talk about inflation, like we had in the '70s and '80s, they uh, they came up with the petrodollar. What a great way to stuff a whole lot of uh, a lot of Federal Reserve, a lot of dollars in a place that just went goes there and it stays there. We just attached it to oil. Well, war's another one. War's another great one to stuff a whole lot of Federal Reserve notes somewhere, and we just ended the war in Afghanistan. So this, this inflation that's happening is like, well, what are you going to do? Our Ponzi scheme's getting weak. Where can we stuff dollars? Joe, there's got you know they're either cooking something up, where they're going to attempt to stuff dollars somewhere, or they've just ran out of places, and we're going to have to deal with what Russia dealt with. I and mean, look at Russia. They they They, uh, the, they collapsed. The USSR, and and I said 2014 is when they did that 7% rate hike to try to finally conquer their massive inflation. That took 23 years, Joe, before they would like, all right, we give up. We're just going to massively raise the interest rates and crash our markets and the ruble and try to get it back. Uh, I don't don't know if it would take that long for the Fed to do that, Joe. I don't know. I I guess it depends on the emergency.
0: Yeah, and I think when it's over, when it's over, we're going to have a digitalized currency for sure. Uh, we're going to have uh, an economy. It's just going to be very difficult. It's going to be uh, little to no growth. I mean, obviously, before that happens, I think we're going to in, into a a depression, um, and and I'm going to say a mini one because I think the Fed, like I said, is going to go to currency debasement as quickly as they can, uh, and then we're going to end up with that digital dollar. Uh, where, again, we kind of explained that, where they can uh, make your bank account move to the Fed, and then they can just start taking money out of your account if you don't spend it fast enough. Uh, that's how they're going to get the economy going again. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, U.S. $20 gold, twenty one forty five. And, man, I'm worried. I'm thinking tomorrow... Uh, Probably 2,175. Uh, And that's if gold stays in this, you know, 1860, 1870 level. Uh, If it goes to challenge 1900, obviously we're going to go above that number as well. And and the problem is, is we just don't know. Right? We don't know if uh, tanks are going to roll into Ukraine in the next 24 hours. We don't know... Uh, what the central bank's going to do in this little private little meeting. Uh, you know, right now, I'm guessing that they're just going to try to get the story to where they all sound like they're on the same page. Because right now, all these Fed governors have come out, to Jason, and every one of them uh, is saying something different, which ought to tell you all you really need to know, which is, uh, they're not operating in our best interest at all because, uh, the reason they have different stories is because of the fact that they, they're not doing the right thing. It's just that simple. Cause the right thing, uh, would be we would have an emergency meeting today. Uh, all the bond buying would be over. Uh, they would have raised rates at least. And, and this is, and again, like I said, this is how brainwashed they have us here we think a half of a point is being super aggressive when really throughout history half a point is nothing uh in the grand scheme of things jason it shows a lot of weakness and softness that's
1: for sure i mean leaders make decisions that are hard to make and to fix things and we are in a we're in a, an economic system that steals from the people so they try to very softly and nicely. They don't want to put too many ripples in the water, Joe, because they don't want anyone to wake up. You know what wakes you up? The little pebble that hits the water and you have the nice little ripples, or the guy who does the uh, the belly flop into the pool. You know they don't want anyone belly flopping. It wakes everybody up.
0: Through that, I get it. You're like, man, but gold's gone up a lot. You know, maybe it's going to come down. some gold's not even at an all time high. This is a great buying spot. Think about. It. Let me let me ask you. How confident are you in Joe Biden that he can handle what's coming? How confident? Do we have any confidence at all in Jay Powell? I mean, we've got Jimmy Carter and Arthur Burns all over again, and it's so funny. Remember, uh, what did crude oil get to uh, during that time? Would it get like to thirty or forty dollars? You know, now we're talking about oil that, uh, in, in in a lot. Just, let's just go with the likeliest scenarios. We're gonna likely scenarios. We're gonna see gold or oil trading somewhere around one hundred and fifty dollars a barrel all summer long and for an extended period of time. If things go badly. We could see oil at $200 a barrel, and, and you're sitting there saying, wait a minute, oil at 150 or $200 a barrel, and James Bullard came out on TV and says, hey, I want interest rates to be 1% by July, uh, so again, think about what the inflation's going to do, and then think about what the interest rates are going to do, this is going to be an economy that's going to be... Uh, in dire need of leadership and we, when we just don't have any.